and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope everyone is having a good day. I hope you're doing well and that you had an amazing weekend. Last week on the podcast, we talked about how to stop or diffuse an argument and why this is important to the success of your marriage. So here are some takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. Number one, don't forget to take a timeout. I know it sounds ridiculous because we put kids in timeout, but there is nothing wrong with us taking timeouts. When you see that the argument is getting out of control, things are not going the way you want it to go, then it's okay to say, you know what, I need a moment to think. I need a moment to breathe. Can we take a small time out and I'll be back in 10 minutes or I'll be back in 20 minutes so that your partner knows you're coming back to finish the discussion, but you just need some time to calm down. So number one, take a time out. Number two, pause before speaking. Now, I remember when I was a kid, I used to like watching presidential debates. So when I was younger, um, I remember when Bill Clinton was running for president. And every time the lady asked him a question during the presidential debates, he would breathe, take a moment, then he would speak. And I always thought that was so interesting. I was a kid, maybe fifth, sixth grade, and I just found it so intriguing that before he would answer a question from the moderator, he would breathe and he would take a pause and then he would answer. And so during a lot of the research that I've been doing on relationships, it actually helps if you pause before speaking. So if you and your spouse are having a heated discussion and you see things are not going well, or he says something or she says something that may frustrate you or upset you, instead of just immediately speaking, pause. Take a moment to breathe, then speak. Because I know for me, when I am in a conversation or I'm in a heated conversation, my mind is already at the next insult. My mind is already at the next comeback or defense. And so when you take that moment to pause, like you kind of break up the monotony of what's going on in your head and you have a chance to have a little bit of clarity in the midst of the conversation. So don't forget to pause before speaking. Number three, make repair attempts. So if you see things are happening, Try to lighten the mood. Try to throw in a little joke here or there to kind of calm things down. Now, as I said in the podcast, you know your spouse, you know what will calm them down, you know what will piss them off. Do the thing that calms them down, not the thing that pisses them off, okay? So then you will be able to kind of stop where the argument is going and redirect it to a place where you guys can actually have a conversation. Number four, talk about things that you both can agree on. And it can be politics, it can be kids, it can be bills, whatever it is that you guys can both agree on, change the subject, talk about that. Now there's going to be plenty of time to talk about what you guys are fussing about, but the point is you want to talk about these things when you are both in a better place, clear state of mind, rational, maybe even in front of a counselor or a coach so that they can help you navigate how to actually have this conversation. Because the last thing you want to do is... Leave this conversation in such a way where there's so much hurt, anger, resentment, when instead you, and you never get to the issue, you never solve the problem. So that's why if you see that it is not going where it needs to go, then stop that conversation, talk about something you can agree on, take a time out, pause, whatever you have to do. Do not continue with the conversation. Make sure you can continue at a later date when you guys are both in a better space, a better place, and you're able to talk in a rational way and not have so much pent-up emotion. Number five, let your spouse initiate the conversation. So if you're angry and frustrated and you want to talk about something that's heated, don't do that. 
if it needs to be talked about, let your spouse initiate the conversation, then you talk. Because then that way, you will not have a chance to start an argument. You will be able to just respond. And when you respond, respond in a nice, calm, and loving way. Now, on the podcast, when we said let your spouse initiate the conversation, we were referring to a situation where a couple did not get along. They could not talk to you about anything, and they always fought. So in that kind of situation, it is better to let your spouse initiate the conversation, or if you have so much resentment and anger built up toward them, and you know that whatever you say is going to cause a problem or argument, then let them initiate the conversation. Then respond in a polite way, a calm way, and do it that way. And number six, don't do anything to annoy your spouse throughout the conversation. Now, I know we all say we don't do this, but let's be honest. We know our spouse is better than anyone. We know what annoys them. We know what doesn't. So sometimes you may do things to annoy your spouse just because you're annoyed, being a little passive aggressive there. Um, I don't know. But guys, listen, I'm not calling you out. I have done this before. So that's why I'm talking to you about it, okay? So make sure you have these conversations. Don't do any of the things that you know annoy them or get them pissed off because you can't have a conversation that way. Because you know, if you were trying to have a conversation with your spouse and they did something that they knew annoyed you, the conversation wouldn't go well. So try to do things and create an atmosphere where you can have discussion and where you can talk and have these conversations. Now, these are just some takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. If you would like to find out more about how to stop an argument, then click on the link below in the show notes to listen to last week's episode of the podcast. This week on the podcast, we are going to be talking about how to fight fair. So last week on the podcast, we talked about how to defuse an argument or stop an argument. However, this week, we're going to talk about fighting fair in your marriage. Now, let me remind you, it is inevitable that both you and your spouse at some point in time will argue throughout the course of your marriage. This should not be surprising due to the fact that each of you are two different people with different morals and backgrounds, different views and opinions, different beliefs, different traditions, and the list could go on and on. So it is okay to disagree with your spouse on something. However, how you and your spouse talk to each other is an important factor in whether the argument will become dangerous to your marriage or help you both resolve an issue. Now, according to John Gottman, the way you begin your disagreement will determine the health and wellness of your marriage. In his book, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work, Gottman talks about how the startup of a conversation is very important to set the tone of the disagreement. The two ways discussed in Gottman's book are a hard startup and a soft startup. So, a hard startup is when a conversation begins with criticisms or contempt, which cause interactions to go downhill really quickly. So, an example of a hard startup would be, or it might sound something like this, why don't you clean up after yourself? You never put gas in the car after you drive it. These are just two examples of a hard startup. Partners become defensive and withdrawn, leading to emotional distance and loneliness. So, the opposite of a harsh startup is called a soft startup which is free of criticism, free of contempt. It communicates respect and causes both partners to feel positive about themselves and their relationship. So an example of a soft startup would be, and it's the same scenario, so instead of saying, why don't you ever clean up after yourself, you would say, it makes me feel overwhelmed when you leave your clothes on the bathroom floor. Or instead of saying, don't you ever put gas in the car, 
it can go something like, it stresses me out when I have to put gas in the car at the last minute. So you see how it sounds different. One is like blaming the person. The other one is just telling how their actions are affecting you. So that is the difference between a harsh startup and a soft startup. Now the important thing to remember um, when understanding the difference is that the harsh startup is when you blame your spouse for the problem. And the soft startup is when you let your spouse know how you're feeling. So if you are starting your conversations with your spouse by blaming them for something that is going on in the marriage, then learning how to communicate better with your partner can prove to be helpful for both you and your marriage. For instance, instead of letting your emotions hijack your conversation, it might be helpful to employ some of these strategies when broaching difficult conversations with your spouse. So here are a few communication tips that can be used to soften or stop your harsh startup. So number one, complain. Complaining is fine. It is okay to complain. Like I do it all the time which I should probably stop. But listen, complaints are fine. You can complain, but the whole thing is complain, don't blame. Use I statements instead of you statements because you statements are accusatory. I statements is just telling how you're feeling. The next thing you could do is make statements that start with I. And I know I said that just a minute ago, but it is so important to remember I decided to put it in twice. So make statements that start with I instead of you because once again, I'm gonna repeat this again, okay? I statements communicate, this is how I'm feeling, this is what's going on with me. So maybe the person's actions are affecting you but you're telling how it affects you, how you feel. You statements are saying, you messed up, you're a jerk, you screwed up. You can't ever do anything right. You're never going to do this. And it is accusatory. It makes a person feel unsafe. It makes them feel attacked. And you're never going to get a good response when you use you statements. So remember, go with the I statements, not the you statements. Another thing that can help would be describe what's happening. Don't evaluate or don't judge. So you describe what's going on in the marriage. Just facts, you know, just facts. Describe what is happening without any judgment, opinion, or anything like that. It's difficult to do, but I know that when I was working um, for the state and I had to do my documentation, all we did was document the facts. I could never write in my documentation, well, I feel this person, whatever, or this person should do this, or I think it was none of that. It was just pure facts. So when you describe what's happening, describe what's going on, go with the facts, don't evaluate, don't judge, don't give opinion, just say this is what's going on, how can we fix it? What can we do? Make sure we say we so that we can do this together instead of what can you do to be better? Nope. Say what can we do to make this better? How can we change this? Make sure that your spouse knows this is a team effort and you're just describing what's going on and what we as a couple can do to make it better. Be clear about your positive need. So if there's a need that you have, be clear about it. Make sure they know what it is. Sometimes we do get caught up, especially if we are in the heat of the moment or we're really upset or it's really at a point where our emotions are all stored up and we're about to like just burst from the frustration. We may not be clear about our positive need. We may hit on five or six things instead of just talking about the one thing. Because when you fight and fuss and you're hitting up and you're discussing four or five things, then it's difficult for your spouse to figure out what do I need to do? Because to them, all they hear is everything they're doing is wrong. So make sure you have one need. Talk about that. One thing. 
talk about that. Don't get distracted with everything else. Don't go back in time and run up the past. Stick with that one thing and stay in the present. So be clear about your positive mood. Another thing is to be polite. I know this can be difficult, especially if you're frustrated, but be polite. Be kind. Talk to them. Listen to what they have to say. You know how if your boss is getting on your nerves, you're not going to go tell your boss everything you're thinking about them, right? Don't do that to your spouse then, okay? Treat them the same way you would treat your boss. Listen to what they have to say. Respect their opinions. Listen. And so be polite when you talk to your spouse. That can go a long way to decrease a lot of tension. Be appreciative. Be happy that they're talking to you. Let them know, well, I do appreciate you having this conversation with me. I'm glad we could talk about this so that they know that they are valued. Because the conversation can be difficult, but your relationship doesn't have to be. You don't have to let that energy of a difficult conversation go over into making your relationship hard. You can actually make a difficult a difficult conversation pretty positive. And you can do this by being polite and being appreciative. Remember, treat them like you would want to be treated and talk about one need at a time. And finally, do not store up all your emotions. I touched on it earlier, but let me just tell you, I know when I try to store up my emotions and don't talk about things immediately, it gets to a point where it could be something small that sets me off. So you don't want that to happen. You don't want something small to set you off in your marriage because you stored up and bottled up all your emotions. So that's why I encourage you to feel your emotions. Talk about them, write them, journal them. Whatever you have to do to get these emotions out, do that. And if there's something that your spouse did that made you feel some kind of way, take maybe a day or so, calm down, think about it, think about how you want to talk about it, and then talk about it. But don't store up all of your emotions, okay? So that would be the last thing. So all of these things can be used to help you soften your startup and prevent your argument from becoming destructive. I also want to encourage you, if you see that this is going to be difficult for you to do alone, and guys, it's okay to admit that you may not be able to do this alone, that is fine. You don't have to. You can contact a therapist, a coach, a counselor to help you guys work through these things. You're not alone because if you were the only person experiencing these kind of things in your marriage, marriage counselors would not have employment because we wouldn't need to be employed. Coaches like myself, we would not have a job, relationship coaches, because y'all got it. You wouldn't need us. But it's okay to admit, I don't have it. I need help, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. If anything, I think that the person who says that they need help is the person that's being brave. And that's the courageous person. That's the brave person because it takes a lot of courage and a lot of bravery to see I need help. I can't do this by myself and to get the help that you need, okay? So remember, if you can't do it alone, that is fine. Get some help and work through these issues. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called When I'm in Your Arms. And this song is a good example of what can happen when couples learn how to communicate effectively in their marriage. Frustrated and tired had a bad day, such a bad day. My mind is thinking about today. Nothing went my way. As soon as I get home, you are there for me, waiting there for me. As soon as I get home, you are there for me, 
so much for being here with me today. I absolutely love hanging out with you each week and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. If you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you, I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show. Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. 
If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now. So until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. 